please stand by for another episode of Wired Shut. Welcome to start. Go yeah, on. A, yeah, no, I've been. I did it on purpose, man. Welcome to Wide Shut. I'm your stand host. by it. I'm trying to, man, but you. Oh, I'm telling. Um, Don't you tell Ainsley about this. <laughs> tell Ainsley about this. Let's get her on the dial. Um, you don't know your mother's phone number. I don't know it. We can't call her right now. I do know her phone number. Oh, yeah, what is it then? Just like for... (laughs) (laughs) Just commit it to the airwaves. Um, Welcome to Wired Shop. I'm your host, Jesse, and he's your host, Logan. And the reverse is also true. Yeah, it's true. Um, This is post-lockdown. Lockdown's over. Do we even know how to be anymore? No. um, Have you been to our movie theatre? No. Gross. No. Um, Yeah. We used to love doing that, and now I just yeah, we did. hate the concept of having to watch movies in a movie theater. I got so used to being sick of weird people making annoying noises the entire time. Yep. Just, um, the kind of... last movie I saw at the theater was Parasite, because I really, really wanted to see that. Um, um, uh, uh, me too. I also saw Parasite at the theater. At the theater? Yes. You... You're, you're lying right now. I'm not. No? I am not. He's Stop getting Facebook messages. Yeah, you're hearing that, aren't you? That's yeah, really annoying. I am. I'm so sorry. I mean, it's it's cool that you finally, after all this time, managed to make shit um, audible to me <laughs> as well as our audience. Hey, but, hey, but, you know. Hey, this entire time you've been able to hear the poorly timed intro music from your end. You some bitch. I'm pretending I don't know what you're talking. I'm taking about. a wild, lazy swing at you, <laughs> trying to hit you from across the table. But we're not in the same room, and we never were. We've never met. Um, what? We've just dialed into the same clean feed for the last three years, <laughs> accidentally. Has it been three years? Um, well, since we actually started this, I think so. How long since we've done the show live? Has it seriously been like uh, not live? What's the term in person? How? Has it seriously been like three years? Not since we started in person. Let me go back to the... Um, I feel like we should have been at 100 episodes by now. We should have, yeah. We were, we were one a week for the first year. <laughs> and then we both got weirdly career-driven, which is very out of character for us. Yeah. Um, if I go back... When was the last time we both lived in the same city? It's at least... T- it's two years ago. Shit. I moved here two years ago this month. What are we, June? Yeah, I'm not much different, like maybe a month before? Yeah. Um, we got to... So we're at episode what, like... This might be episode 80. We got to episode... Um, yeah, we got to interesting, impressive numbers quickly and then really just <laughs> fell off. We got to episode 49 before we moved cities. That was May 18th, 2018. Episode yep. 50 was November 5th, 2018. Almost a six-month period. About six months, actually. More than six months. Between yeah, 50 well, and 50. It, it took us both a long time to get settled into our respective new cities. 
we caught up pretty quickly. Like we did like four episodes in the same day for January. Um, some of our our um, most tasteful content, including jailbaiting Oscar, which has got a lot of hits on the internet for some reason, and hot lesbian Sean Bean obscene mean machine, episode fifty four. Wouldn't know why. Um, and episode no fifty five, the L in LGBTQIA stands for Logan. Um, <laughs> had really positive feedback about that one. Um, it's aged well. Um, <laughs> Hashtag me too. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah. Um, it's been a year almost to the day since episode 58, a tight 10 named Charlotte followed by a loose political discussion. Aww. It's been a year since we started talking about Charlotte on the podcast. Yeah, well, that's... that's We we got together about... Well, actually, no, we got... I know my um, anniversary show. <laughs> well, we'll fix it in post. It was this day... Um. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we've only done maybe yep twenty episodes since then, in the last year. Sounds pretty, right. pretty shit. Yeah, this is episode eighty. Oh. Um, we managed to do six episodes during lockdown. Off the- You'd think we would have had more free time. <laughs> We did. Well, we had I, I, we had more we time did. to catch up with each other as people. That's true. We we spent a lot less time trying to produce this show and a lot more time actually trying to produce this relationship. Yeah, I mean, we actually genuinely <laughs> we genuinely did spend more time entertaining ourselves together than we have in years. Yeah, um, and it only has a slightly more gay connotations now than it ever did. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's twenty whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, we're not. We put column um, in the middle, power bottom. That he is. Yeah. And it's um, column sandwich. Suddenly makes it less gay. With column in there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what's wrong with us? <laughs> no, I'm saying you put column in the middle of any gay situation for some reason, it ends up more gay. No, wait, less gay. Less oh. gay. Are these are these jokes? Welcome um, to episode eighty. More gay. No, wait, less gay. Um, <laughs> Are these jokes allowed in the current climate? Well, I mean, it's not so much a climate as it is just a reflection on our uh, extremely codependent relationship. This is true. As a collective, column included in that. Um, I mean, arguably, this is some of the least codependent we've ever been. Yeah. Um, we we still back need to, to our th- u- early uni days and we were joined at the hip. Yeah. Back in the day when we needed to be in the same room for 23 hours a day but <laughs> didn't talk, compared yeah. to now where we need to talk every day. Yeah, well, you know. It's great, yeah. This, this, is, this is adult life. I mean, it's you think we could sustain... Scrambling to rebuild all the relationships you took for granted when you were younger. Yeah. Do you think we could sustain our own genuine relationships with our partners if, we, if they had to talk to us all the time about what goes on in our respective heads? No. Oh, God, no. No, we need somewhere else to filter that towards um, some sort Shout of... Shout barely tolerates me as it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Quite right. There's a reason they're okay with us disappearing into a cave once a week to talk at each other. Yeah. Um, cause it means they don't have to listen. Yeah. I mean, she's attempted to listen to this show before and then promptly... Yeah, stopped. Never again. There's a reason she lets you um, produce the With Relish podcast. It's so that you don't end up being on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, 
I, I, I could be wrong. I think my voice has made the final cut on that show before. I've heard you giggle and or silently, quietly. Oh no, you mentioned that you had been farting during the podcast, <laughs> but they hadn't caught on. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I think I got some filthy looks. You might have noticed. Was that when Jamie was in the room at that point, or were you doing that remotely? No, that, that, that was a remote episode. Yeah. I mean, that's especially okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, like we've we haven't recorded an episode in a couple of weeks, so there was probably a whole host of different um, media related as, as goodies. As the great late great Paul Walker would say, <laughs> a lot has say, changed. A lot has changed. We're sure it's my name's Paul Walker. Um, I'm going to live a long and healthy life. At least nine movies. At least. Um, if you count that one my brother was in. Too fast, too soon. Um, <laughs> Oh, I love that. That was beautiful. That's so good. Too fast, too soon. Uh, um, no, it's been a, a couple of weeks, so we've had a plenty of like stupid TV shows and movies and games to talk about. But off, like all of that kind of seems superfluous to the greater state of the world right now. We come out of um, a COVID-impacted New Zealand straight into the end of democracy in America. It seems yeah. more poignant to talk about the. Um, uh, systemic and ridiculous uh, state of affairs over there currently um, because it's, COVID is a, the least of their issues now. The, the, the term hell in a handbasket maybe never been more apt. Yeah. What? What the actual fuck is happening right now? And like I've even so I yep. you know Nobody here is a fan of Donald Trump, but I kind of enjoyed the like gravy train of the the weird bullshit, the like the holy crap, no, you did not just say that type of shit. Yeah, it's um, like it's, I the the morbid fascination with it. I'm thinking like I'm realizing this now as I'm saying it, but it's like watching. 10 seasons well yeah but 10 seasons of shameless where you think in season one episode two yeah okay frank gallagher can't get any worse than what he's currently doing by being a complete piece of shit and then you get seven seasons deep and you realize oh no it got so much worse could have never have predicted is that, that william h macy's character yeah oh. um he goes from um just grifting his way door to door into people's lives so that he never actually has to take care of his own children Yep. in the most deadbeat alcoholic ways to uh eventually being left meth by his dead wife divvying it up amongst his underage children and then violently assaulting one of them when they tried to hide that meth from him because he was endangering her child by doing so uh, see i've and, only ever seen the brief occasions where shameless is like and that episode ends with them all comedy? getting drunk and dancing together which is like it's just bizarre but yeah, that's what I'm likening it to right now in my head. Is like, yeah, okay, it couldn't possibly get any. Oh no, it did. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, all those jokes much. a year ago about um, Trump leading America into a um, totalitarian police state. Yeah. Um, or like, all the comparisons is, to Russia and North Korea and China. It's like, these... does anyone get to say "I told you so" more than Adam Todd Brown right now? Yeah. It's just like. He was like, no, no, he'll get elected. And they were all like, no. And then he was like, not only will he get elected, 
like the the very shape of American democracy is going to change. Yeah, or More it's like, just going to be nope. completely reinforced. All those ideas and thoughts and opinions we've had about the most corrupt and stupid, ridiculous aspects of Americans America's form of democracy. Because let's not just call it democracy; it's not really what it no, is. There's nothing neither representative nor democratic about a lot of what's going on there. Yeah, it's, or just how it's, it works. It's proving the case time and time again. Everything that everyone hates about that system is being uh, proven. Yeah, I mean, and of all the people, I would have never suspected to sort of casually pop out as like a weird, um, almost a hero, Mitt Romney. Yeah, um, like for him to turn up and be a voice of reason is very off-putting. To be the sole person to, um, uh, from the Republican Party to say that he was uh, like guilty of, um, yeah, of like Trump allowing systemic racism to continue for no, being one of the few people to um, before that like, actually denounce Trump publicly and risk their own neck. Well, before all of that, he was the first. He was the sole outlier of the, um, I was trying to think of the word before, but the impeachment to say yes. that he was guilty of obstructing yes. justice. He was the only one that, yeah, that's what I mean, like put yeah. your neck out. Also, he, um, he's one of the only ones that's actually like, one of the only ones that can talk about progression and movement towards Which is weird to hear from a, um, from a deep sea Republican Mormon. Yeah. Um, but he's also, I think the thing, I'll say two things here. So the first bit is that he's very clearly um, a self-made millionaire. So I don't think he's in anyone's pocket in any sense. I thought he's, his wife was a self-made millionaire. Well, whatever it is, his situation is he's not beholden to any one particular um, interest, uh, you know, interest uh, which is lining his pockets in such a way where he's not tied up in particular um investments or offshore god sure. knows what so that he's completely oblivious to uh lobbyist and influences in that regard um and possibly he's he, so he can quite clearly hold on to that um clean cut genuinely christian um yeah because thing but the other side of it is that people have been calling out that it's very like the the more cynical side of the internet has been very quick to call out that he's very much just lining himself up for the next election. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yes. But in equal measure, meeting that with saying that he was one of the first people to sign off on abolishing certain aspects of the um, equal opportunities kind of um, policies that existed in his state, which is not, you know, making it very clear that he didn't expect um, black people, especially, to not get a leg up when it came to. Um, um, yeah, being considered for work and, and that sort of thing. I can't remember. There's a particular term for it I'm lost on right now, which is very specific to America's. It's it's equal opportunities, but it's that... Um, oh, oh, there was a specific act. <clears throat> yeah. Um, what's it called? It was about trying to... Affirmative action. Yeah, that's the one. He shut down a lot of policies in his state, specifically on that in the um, earlier part of this decade. Well, and decade. now I, I don't know enough about the subject, but I have known that there's like a known thing that a lot of people say is that the big thing affirmative action did was mostly just fuck over small business owners. 
Yeah. Um, but that's the like, also, I know for a fact that the fucking over small business owners, that's like the Republicans' case for like why every. Yeah, and you hear that your policy too. designed and to help people can't happen. You hear that too in New Zealand, where it's like, oh, well, these policies are um, just ruining, you know, the opportunity, like the, yeah. the needs of the small and business I, owner. I so, think well, that's and, mostly the straw man argument of the conservative. Yeah, like because what they're not actually addressing is the only reason the small business was able to succeed is because they've been actively being able to ignore this one particular facet of society or um, hmm. one particular contribution they're actually expected to make in equal measure to everyone else so they've um now that the playing field has been leveled it's been leveled against them um and they can't compete to the same degree that they once did because now it's a fair playing field in some respects that they're right. no, not historically yeah, um, feel like they're represented by um but the all yeah. i'm going by is um but i mean if we stack up mitt romney against joe biden yeah and all the issues that Joe Biden has been like, um, the things that he's been against historically, or the things that he's actively um, been on the wrong side of history for, beyond all of the um, sexual uh, assault allegations and his behavior, it makes yeah, me think. Is the, that, who would you vote for? I don't you know. Pick it, between those two, like, would you really get down to it? Biden's weird fucking. Hair sniffing this shit. Yeah. Like, there is no acceptable explanation for that. No, he's just, like, creepy and he likes trains, right? That's what you can boil it down to. Yeah, and they they tried to play the suggestion of, like, he's just a kindly old man that, like, wants to sniff a child's hair because kid hair smells nice to adults. And it's... I just don't get how any of those are supposed to... If it's not your own, like, children or grandchildren, don't be that way, man. Yeah, yeah. It's really easy to just not touch kids. Yep, you're just women and just people. Just don't touch people unless you, um, you know, have a pre-existing relationship with them in such a way that <laughs> determines yeah. that that sort of thing is okay. Because um, it just stinks of using your own influence and uh, position to, on the sly, Bill Clinton your way into situations which um, anyone else would be called out on. Good now. Mm. Um, even though I think we could realistically spend multiple whole episodes on the topics that you've already suggested. Now that you've brought up Bill Clinton, yes. have you watched the Epstein doco on Netflix? No. no. Talk to me uh, about it. Cause... So the, the biggest revelation for me was one of disappointment uh, because do you know of who else also got on the Lolita Express a few times along with Epstein, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, and whatnot. Oh, please don't say um, Michael Caine. Chris Tucker. Oh, come on. Yeah. Now, granted, he went on that plane to do like a benefit gig in Africa. I think it was. Mm. So I'm seriously hopeful that he wasn't, in fact, a party to... Because Chris Tucker disappeared for a solid 20 years, yeah. but I understood that to be him disappearing on his terms, Dave Chappelle style, so he could focus on... Um, well, he and Chappelle are friends, and yeah. that's why I think that connection is always made. Um, and because Chappelle like, talks about him. But yeah, I'm very much in the like... Goddamn, uh, I hope Chris Tucker's not one of these pieces of shit. Yeah, because I mean, it's, it's one quick step away from you connecting the... Michael Jackson 
allegations to Epstein by way of Chris Tucker because he was clearly in uh, had relation established relationships with both parties. Like well, most of Chris Tucker's stand up is about his relationship with Michael Jackson. Yeah, or his friendship with Michael Jackson. So it's just like, okay, uh, yeah. surely not. I surely know. not. I feel like the rest of Hollywood would have been like the rest of like. But he's black, so like hardworking you know, black comedian, I feel like comedian Hollywood would have been first to call him out on that sort of shit yeah. if it was so prevalent. So it's hard to say. Um, that, that's my logic too, like. Because he doesn't have that Bill Cosby level of clout and influence no. in things where people just kind of like all knew, but no one dealt with it. He would have been completely ousted and never been allowed to return in any way. He yeah, he's, he's not like comedy's Will Smith where he could just fob it off. Like, he would have been like made a Bill um, Cosby was. And I, I was thinking the other day, doesn't it feel like when you're a black person that's truly arrived, you know, because other black people refer to you as just your first name and like your first name becomes a part of the zeitgeist? Yeah. Um, like like Mike. Mike Epps? No. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I wish it was Mike Epps, but no. No, Michael Jordan. Oh, uh, yeah, be like Mike. Yeah. Mike. Whereas Michael is Michael Jackson. Yeah. MJ is both. Conspiracy. I think so. The executive producers on the Epstein Filthy Rich include James Patterson, the author. Who's that? Has he written anti-Epstein shit? No, it's like James Patterson, like the um, the other, what's his name? The Tom Clancy of um, other type of Tom Clancy works, like Alex Cross novels and you know, all of that, like um, summer disposable you, reading. I was about to say Percy book. Jackson movies, but now what was his name? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Medea. Medea. <laughs> I know who you're talking about, but all I've got is P- Percy Jackson, Medea in my head. Um, Percy Jackson and uh, uh, Medea battles the Greek gods. Yeah, that one. Um, I'm just trying to think of other books that he's written, but it's like but yeah, like crime novelist sort of scary amounts of people knew about what Epstein had done. Like scary amount. Well, yeah, there's no way that he would have ended up with that sort of money. Well, did it delve to? Does it delve into how people? Um, that some of the evidence suggests that he was actually a um, a CIA. They don't go that deep. They also don't go now. I've heard the there's a documentary uh, podcast series about Epstein mm. that. Um, suggests that he actually, a lot of people came forward and said he actually wasn't that good with money. Which kind of debunks the whole, he was like a Wall Street maverick. Well, that's what his official role was, right? But it seems like he was um, put into that position, given a fuckload of money to play with in order to be able to fall into into that inner circle of making things happen. But that's the thing, this documentary seems to contravene that because they talk to a guy who's like, I'm the guy that even though I found out he lied about everything. Like, I still thought he was so good at what he did that I just told him he could stick around. Right. And like, and was very much like, this is my, like, I feel like I huh. sort of foisted Epstein on the world in that sense. The way I always saw it is that he was never good with money. It was that he was good at doing the other shit, which is sex trafficking. And so the people with money who wanted that to happen created this 
um, version of him for him so that he could operate in that such such a an obvious way for them and it not being an issue like th- there's a reason why he's operating in these circles is because he gets shit, particular shit done with sex trafficking for them i mean that might and they throw so much true. money at him to build up this kind of fake this ponzi scheme of of just um sexual deviancy for him so it's all just a line of facade but he gets to move in these circles without any questions being asked because technically he's a wall street guy yeah, I, if he it, was being displayed as like a um, like a uh, a party, like a, a socialite or somebody that just threw a massive parties and did this and that, so like people would have looked at him much sooner, with much more scrutiny. But, um, but that was the thing. That was what. Um, so and because he had so much dirt on people as well, right? That makes you think either he's a CIA informant of some kind. Wait, yeah, but as I understand it, he only really had dirt on people because they were all using his services. Yeah, so it's hard to figure out where it all starts, right? So like, does it start yeah. from them bringing um, him in because he could already do that or the other way around where he worked his way up yeah, enough to realize, hey, I'm really good at at least – I'm in the Wall Street world already, but I'm really well, they, good they at They said trafficking. that he was exceptionally convincing no matter what it was he was doing. Like he was a um, – teacher at a university despite having no formal education that's right and he used his influence like his work to date um as a like a financier and and stuff in, in wall street to be able to get that sort of role right here um, um that it was he, like a, he he lied about having a degree to get that job and then he used that job as proof to get a wall street job uh right so the the teaching came first right um the the like like he'd been raping girls in his um set was like Palm Beach or one of those fucking rich uh, enclaves like the Mar a Lago kind of whatever it's called the maybe it's very it close to somebody's wealth yeah was it Trump's house it was, it was Trump's yeah it was Trump's yeah. resort yeah he like. Because that's, that's the hardest part to understand about it all, is he was raping, like, three girls a day minimum. Yeah. And this was, like, he'd been done, said and done, tried and found guilty way back in 2008, right? Yeah, and even and got when out that after happened, 13 like, months, yeah. yeah, there, there was so much going on back then within within that situation he got to start working from his office really under supervision almost immediately yeah he he went to prison but was never really forced to stay in prison he basically was like a he came and went a, didn't he? a prison yeah. day walker yeah, yeah. it's just insane um, to think about and it has to be like at the end of the day money can only do so much for you it's about the intelligence that you hold and the, the yeah. um, information that you hold about other people that would allow that sort of system to just yeah, well, that, that was the matter. thing. Like the um, the first time a major case was brought against him, very shortly into it, just the DA just dropped the case. Yeah, and it's a uh, the yeah, it's and then that guy eventually um, resigned as DA after enough information came out. And yeah, there's enough times he was photographed with Epstein for everyone to go. Well, I guess you're also a child rapist then. Well, I mean, you look at his. I'm just reading through some of his stuff now, and you look at his his, the the lineup that he had for his defense, his defense lawyers. 
Yeah, and one of his lawyers, um, one of the girls on the documentary states that she was told to have sex with him. Yeah, like and you've he, got like, the guy who day, defended like, somebody. Categorically is like, you can, if you say that I did anything, which I did not, I will sue the shit out of you into oblivion, basically. Yeah. And he's like famous just for being a piece of shit defense yeah. lawyer. You've got Roy Black who represented rape charges for some person and also Rush Limbaugh or Limbaugh. You've got yeah. the criminal attorney for... Um, yeah, a whole bunch of um, uh, like high-profile financiers and people doing the same sort of shit. You've got Alan Dershowitz, who's the guy who... Yes, Alan Dershowitz. That's, that's the, the, guy, the guy who defended the OJ like, and the guy that... Um, OJ, yeah, it, OJ Weinstein Epstein, like the entire... He pretty yeah. much takes on every shitty case that ever exists. And then also a former US Solicitor General, Ken Starr, yeah. the guy who um, investigated the Clinton administration. And um, I think he worked on uh, Watergate as well, but I could be wrong. Jesus, the adult. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, it, um, the whole the whole story's like that, where it's just like, hang No, on, he just what? worked on the impeachment for Bill Clinton. So it's just like all of this shit is just so murky and like incestuous in that regard. Just all using the same old white people who defend the same old white rapist people from yep. doing the same old white rapey shit. And it's just... Yeah, you just... Oh. The, the entire thing is just, hang on, these people know these people know these people know these people, and you just like... If, if you're not one of them, you're not catching a break. Yeah. They can buy or sell you. Um, and he pled guilty, uh, that's the thing. He was guilty. Yeah. And still got away with it. Nothing became of it. Um, nobody really seems to have managed to achieve anything against Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah. Now. And this King Star dude. She, this. She's much like a lot of the sort of. So these. You know how Ghislaine, like, they treat her like she's the. That's where King Star came from, sorry. In, in most recent years, he was part of Trump's um, impeachment defense team. Oh. Later on, like in 2007, he represented Epstein. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, in 2020, he shows up again to, like, he helped impeach Clinton. Right. He came to the defense of Epstein, and then in 2020, he came to the defense of Trump. So it's just like, these are all just, yeah, it's just big, nuts. Like, circle jerks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's, so what was it he... Oh, of course he worked with um, Blackwater as well. That makes sense. Yeah, because everyone in the government was making money during the first Iraq war. Yeah. Um, so they, they talked to especially one of the girls who was like sort of one of his live-in sex slaves for an extended period of time. Yeah. And she's also the one that was like, yeah, no, I was told to have sex with Prince Philip. Uh, was it? Andrew. Yeah. Prince Andrew, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's currently finally actually seems like somebody's trying to get him done for something. For yeah. questioning, and he's going, oh, I said I was perfectly happy to be questioned. Mm. Yeah, and um, you can tell there the are, there are the multiple. Thing. So the girls that are a part of the trial, there are multiple other girls that are like still very much. Um, not like his sex slaves, but like more like other Galanes. Yeah, yeah. Um, they they all sort of look like Russian models. As, probably started off as um, 
having I sex see. with him, but then very quickly realized, hey, if you go out and multi-level marketing scheme this for us, you don't have to have sex with him anymore, all these people. You can just do all the doing for us and bring us more victims. Well, yeah. I mean, some of the girls, that was kind of how it went. Where they were like, well, I don't want to be raped. And then they somehow inadvertently were convinced to help him um, grab new girls. But the, there's two in particular that seem more like just like Russian sort of, I don't know, secret agent slash prostitutes. Yeah. And I mean, if you get into the, the world of just having um, Russians involved in any level of this, you have to assume that they're compromised back to the Russians themselves. Yeah. And controlling I mean, information and the way that things are being engineered in such a way to let Russia get away with some crazy shit. Yeah, it all... Yeah, and I suppose America is probably guilty of the same thing. I mean, we're evidenced by all of these people stacked up against the same or being so heavily wrapped up in the same shit. It's all very much just a self-serving... Is it about money, power, or fuck, or just fucking? What does so it come I, down I to I agree with people? what I think a comedian said on a podcast one time, which was, I think, basically, once you get to a certain amount of concentrated power, like... What else do you do? You, you, you've kind of... Yeah, you've kind of exhausted the, the threat... And risk associated with regular sex. So I think they, his logic was maybe that's why they start pursuing. Gets to the point where they feel shit. like they, they can own whoever they want, and gets to the yes. point where they can own. So what's human what's bodies. left in anything for you? Yeah, um, and they get to operate like the um, kings and emperors of old. They can just yeah. point, dictate, decide. <laughs> And whoever's just in charge is just a puppet for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the, his his sheer ability to shut down so many different cases against him is terrifying. Yeah. Um, the people that would come out to bat for him, the fact that, like, I think it's one of the women involved in the investigation was like a vanity fear person mm-hmm. yeah i remember that yeah and she's like okay i finished the so she was only investigating him because she was told to write like a puff piece about him for a socialite page yeah yeah and then she was just kept getting pulled deeper and deeper into this who the fuck is this guy and why is yeah why does he seem to be like above the law and why do all these people have only right good things to say about him. him and, yeah, yeah. Um, and she was just sort of progressively more and more baffled by it until, yeah, the editor-in-chief of Vanity Fair shut her article down. And then he came out later and said, like, no, that's impossible. I would never do something like that. Mm. And then mm. like, well, oh, shit. You just read it. Look at his, um, Epstein's political donations. He donated more money to the Democratic Party than he did the Republican Party, which you could suggest is just his way of diverting attention away from the Republican Party to say, no, look, I'm friends with both camps by association because I'm throwing money in both parties. Well, and I mean, a bit of a look, smokes, um, smoke screen all... for it all. But also, he got away with. He got a. Le- I'm reading here in 2010, so two years after he'd obviously been found guilty of raping children um, and got away with it. He received a notice from the New Mexico Department of Public Safety which said you are not required to register as a sex offender within the state of New Mexico. 
which completely which contravenes federal house. law. Yeah, uh, because he was throwing not even a lot of money. He gave thirty five thousand dollars to someone's unsuccessful campaign for governor. He gave ten thousand dollars to somebody else's campaign to become the head of the land commission in New Mexico, and then he threw two thousand dollars at the sheriff's bid for re-election in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And then following on from that, less than $100,000 of donations, um, he got it's, told... It's offensive how easily bought some of these people oh, It are. just makes no sense. Um, but it... Yeah, and then like every time he gets a big case against him, he's somehow allowed to try it out of state. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, the same thing where like if you're a black man and you get done for a crime, they try you in like a rich white community so that you're going to go down for it yeah so he got to do the inverse so he got of like that. the opposite of that um they they were like oh we can't try this man for crimes he committed in new york in new york that will be too political it's just really unlucky in the sense that there was no one country in particular that has bullshit was involved in that where they wouldn't have just stepped up and stood out from the crowd and said no you know what we're trying we're charging you in our country yeah. Um, good luck trying to deal with that and the fallout that comes from it. Like he'd probably still get away with it at the end of the day, but it'll be a hell of a lot messier if he got charged in somewhere like Germany or um, Sweden or something ridiculous. Yeah. Because they could. And they'd go, like, well, what they were and doing those with, countries um, would destroy him too, mind you, yeah. unless what they were doing with um, the all like, it the takes Wikileaks is one or, person yeah. to have been, you know, to one of his parties, and then all of a sudden it's well. Hang on, he's yeah. He's not that bad a guy. Oh. Have we thought about this? Yeah, it's things. Things get shut down for some reason, and before you know, it, yeah, it's just yeah. You got a call from the wrong person, and he doesn't want his campaign donations to stop. So of course, he was it. interested in eugenics and transhumanism. He addressed the scientific community at various events and occasions and communicated his fascination with eugenics. It was reported in August 2019 that Epstein had planned to seed the human race with his DNA by impregnating up to 20 women at a time using his New Mexico compound known as the Baby Ranch. He was an advocate of cryonics and his own idiosyncratic version of transhumanism and he had said that he had intended to have his penis and head frozen. Epstein's penis was described as egg-shaped by one of his victims. Yes. What? The egg-shaped penis. I don't know what that Is it means. just so pumped full of like that cortisol kind of, not cortisol, but like that weird you mean like muscle what pump shit? That said that... about what's his name? Yeah. Um, no, I think basically yeah, it was just like short and stubby and bulbous. <laughs> bulbous, yeah. And so yeah be let's talk about one what's has galane that woman that's still out there protected by israel of all places by the sounds of it really well her well she's her whereabouts are technically unknown it's believed yeah, that like... she's in like tel aviv or um somewhere in israel protected by them because she's an israeli citizen and her father got a state funeral by the israeli government while actually never having served in any sort of mil military function or like officially he was never actually a part of the like the armed services for them but he got the equivalent of one of their funerals and it's never but, disclosed as to why but was never father like oh really yeah so yeah it, it all reeks if these people are a part of some sort of intelligence apparatus yeah. to me yeah 
um, and if anything, that she was a plant for the Israeli government to be able to hold information against American citizens and um, congressmen and senators and all sorts so that Israel could basically tell America what to do and get money from them and to be able to build up what they're trying to build up. So that kind of espionage that... Um, you trying to tell me that the Jews are to blame? <laughs> yes, I, I just in this climate. But that's what's been that's what's been kind of pieced together with by. With, but is that actually by by the internet by just saying like where is this woman? It's believed she's in Israel. Why? Oh, her father got a state. It's like they weirdly pieced together all these things to say um, he. All of this has just been an agency of um, the Israeli last government. I heard she was like in Canada, and it was like a known thing. What's her name? Something Galena. Galen Maxwell. Oh my god. Like she's just hanging out at a friend's property. She's got a residence in London, but Yeah, that's I think that's the one. Because where... her father was a British like media. Yeah. Tabloid dude, right? Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Are we playing Where in the World is Ghislaine? Yeah. She's had a lot of, obviously, civil cases against her. Um, Because, yeah, she's... um, In that... I mean, pathology-wise, if you do the due diligence, she is, in her own way, granted, that doesn't diminish what she's done but in her own way she is a victim Mm. so she was i don't know about any sort of sexual mistreatment but her father very much was a similar personality to um epstein and demanded of her very sort of self-compromising action much the way epstein did right okay um her father is described as a media proprietor, member of parliament, because obviously he managed to hold an MP position, and fraudster. Yeah. Yeah. So was it like after he died, his entire um, scheme kind of collapsed, or was he caught out while he was alive? Um, no, I think, he, I think he spent the latter part of his life in prison. I could be wrong. But, yeah, she was basically his golden child and was forced by him to so Maxwell he, he had was like his um, PA essentially her right. entire life yeah because what I'm yeah Mossad allegations the foreign office suspected that Maxwell was a secret agent of the foreign government possibly a double or triple agent a thoroughly yeah. bad character and almost certainly financed by Russia he had known links to MI6 KGB and, and Mossad six serving and former heads of Israeli intelligence services attended his funeral in Israel He's, See, how are you a member a, of MI6, Mossad, and Russian? And he's he's a Czech, Czechoslovakian-born British politician with yeah. Israeli ties, buried in Israel, got a See, state funeral in Israel, He and uh, the Prime Minister at the time eulogized him at the funeral and stated he has done more for Israel that can be done, that can today be said. Which just, I mean, that just tells you he's very much a uh, an agent for multiple parties at any given point just selling information wherever he could yeah and um, it, the oh. same thing could be seems to be the case with thingy where he was 
most likely some manner of like information broker. Yeah. Yeah, that's the term I've used before that he's he's got the facade of a financial broker, but he's really just dealing in information and trading that with money in front of it. Um Yeah. Weird. Yeah. But yeah, um yeah, the if you go into the history of Maxwell, she very much seems like she basically her father died and she went essentially looking for a new master. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I'm I'm interested by the fact that the Americans are calling for Prince Andrew currently. Yeah, because um, I really thought there was going to be there was just never going to be any sort of justice or no sort of follow up to it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've got to pin it on somebody, and the British um, royal family basically offered him up in such a way because they separated entirely from him, at which point it, it it allows whatever party wants to make somebody the scapegoat for it all, even though he's obviously still guilty of shit. Um, yeah. Well, no one's... Like, that wouldn't cause a diplomatic issue now if somebody's going to um, rake him over the coals because the British royal family has completely just washed their hands of him so anyone can do what they like. Yeah, and I, I don't get why the British... Uh, yeah, there's a woman who is actively stating that this man, she was forced to have sex with this man while she was underage, yeah. and that doesn't count far enough as the like a roads to criminal charges. Yeah, it's like that's just one thing. It's like it's not enough to charge him with anything, surely. Yeah, I, I don't get like that. <laughs> There's such a massive conspiracy around that, but somehow that is not enough to just nail his coffin. Yeah. And I think it just sort of highlights that you can be above the law if you're from the right part of society. Yeah. I mean, the fact that they've never, you know, it's never been more than they would like very much to speak to him. How is, no, yeah, it's like it doesn't work that way. Either you're charged or you're not. Yeah, like, anyone else would already be in prison. Yeah. But um, the prince, like, and the fact that fucking with somebody is probably, like, yeah, the Americans are probably realistically weighing up the whole, do we want to piss off the British? Like, because you, you, you actually probably affect your diplomatic relationship with England if you do something to their royals. Yeah, but I mean, if the royals have already thoroughly separated, like they've basically all but stripped him of his title at this point. Yeah, I mean, the, um, the Queen's like, do it, the the enacting of one of those sort of let's be a lean, mean modern monarchy policy was clearly very specifically timed to allow them to shift him out of the yep. forefront. Of- and you can tell based on how they made that decision, it still wasn't good enough for um, for Harry to not just leave the, leave them completely and be like, you know, no, nah, fuck this. This is all, this all just stinks of... Well, now, according to the tabloids, it's that divorced American black woman. Oh, uh, of course. That. How is that not the same story that existed 100 years ago? When, <laughs> yeah, um, clearly in, we've Woods moved Bro- forward. Yeah, that, Jesus um, Christ. Married a divorcee from America? Yeah. Mm. The Queen is not amused. What's she going to do, Diana? Know, there'll be a, um, a woman with a ideas of her own that has to be 
killed in a tunnel. Oh, but you know, she's she, the queen's progressive though because she she served in the military and dr- still drives herself place to place. You know, so then yeah, she's at, a at champion the of women, of, right? At the um, personal risk of British motorists, by the look of it, yeah. Based uh, on her husband's driving. Oh Jesus! And some of the shit that he sees. Um, yeah, he's worshipped in one of the um, one of yeah. the colonies as a god. I I love that their society is so sexist they didn't understand that he's not like he's he's less royal than she is he's the consort he's just there for some good royal fucking yeah he's he's there to ensure that there is progeny and they're still very heavily related to each other in such an incestuous ridiculous yeah and also power control if shit is to be believed he very much um had his mistresses throughout the years. Oh yeah, well, and fundamentally struggled with the idea that he should have to bow to his wife. So he refuses, and she's just okay with that because he's. I think she's had to like make do for the sake of, you know how, with the royals, it's kind of the act of pretend the act of allowing anyone to be aware that something is happening is tantamount to failure yeah of course yeah. oh yeah well this has been wired shut <laughs> in a dark episode um yeah i think we leave the, it at that because it's a nice we're live from the clum down bunker yeah um when are we putting the clum down out i um, mean we found this episode. We don't know I mean, who did it. Um, I, I need to do the the design work for it beyond what's already been done. But yeah, I don't know. I guess we should put that out. I feel like we need to, um, in a bit of uh, non cross promotional, cross promotional, cross promotional, um, need to bring old um, bit of cup clum down, clum cast. Clum clum into maybe the next episode of Wired Shot for a bit of a Do we just need to like interview him on? Yeah, I think so. We can okay. um, engineer some sort of situation where we put him in the middle. Uh, yeah, I, I get I get that you set on this whole sandwiching it, thing. Yeah, sandwiching thing. Sandwich. Yeah. I've um, got a sandwich situation. It's just nice to dial him in when he's very clearly got the like even though he's the most he's the musician of us, he's got the worst microphone set up. Of anyone he's, I've ever heard. He's surprisingly technologically illiterate for somebody that most of his life's pursuits specifically involve technology. Yeah, and that's okay. Um, it is. We can fix it in post. We can't. We love him anyway. It's we can't. really hard to fix what he, what he records in post. But um, I tried with with, with relish the, the episode before the latest one, God damn. Oof posters because I, I feel like what we should do for episode 100 is have a roll revolving door of guests i think that's a good goal to have so we can just dial people in who don't potentially want to be on the episode and you mean like talk one guest <laughs> well yeah we'll call them but who also we can we have, have the well we can have the we can have jamie and charlotte o- over so get them to jump on the mic actually that's a good point we just do a four people's club uh bit of thing um, 
Yeah. And I mean, this, this is 20 episodes away we're talking. Who knows how, yeah. many, how many podcasts we've got up at that point. That, that could be a couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, it could be. Um, but I, I think that's what we aim for. Episode 100 being like a four-hour affair where yeah. we just bring everyone on over the course of four hours. Yeah, we, and we've got to treat it to, like uh, we've been on, on TV the ev- for years and yeah. these are all the people that helped us and along the way. Everyone's listened to every episode and we get them on to talk about their favorite episodes, their favorite moments. Um, yeah. And is, is episode 100 just going to be a clip show? <laughs> oh, shit. Imagine. Do we, are we going down the road of, of, of actually preparing material? And pretending like things actually happened when they didn't, because I'm okay with that. If that's where we go, we become an accidental skit show. Oh. Um, I'm ready for it, but we really need to figure out what that looks like. Um, I mean, because all we've ever flirted with the idea of is like, let's get real people on this podcast and talk about real issues from time to time or things that they really enjoy talking about. Yeah. We've done that yeah. like three times with the same person. Um, and then interns who collectively had nothing to say, but also a lot to say, but it was also um, so badly recorded that it's very hard to actually remember what was said. And it was, it was also <laughs> um, argue, it was more polar than our show is ever willing to be. Yep. Well, we just don't believe in that. Like, well, we used to not just believe in any one particular side of any sort of story because it just bored us to like, oh, we don't want to be that dogmatic yeah, with our belief system. Commit, do we? Committing to, like, I love a rant. Yeah. But but committing to an opinion. Oh no. <laughs> oh, it's just yeah. Of like, pick things that don't matter and then argue them to death for sure. Like, Logan hates Marvel movies. Let's yeah. just get into I mean, that for two, that's, two solid that's days. It, it, nobody worthwhile is hurt by me hating Marvel. No, except everybody apparently, um, because you're you just don't get it, man. That's what they'll say. <laughs> apparently, that's what they'll say. Well, but you're there for the people that do like them. That's the point. Oh, but I hate them too, though. I hate the fans. No, no, I like the movies. I hate yeah, the I fans. You. Oh yeah, no, there's. It's very little re- redeemable about Marvel fans. Just comic book fans in general. Yeah, and if it's, you come at us and say that you disagree with us in any sense, what we're saying is during this episode, because we've recorded it at the tail end of an Epstein episode, is that you you think Epstein is an alright yeah, guy. You um, think he's, he's innocent. We're saying you can't be a Marvel fan and... Um, and... and believe in the, and condemn what they're doing and what america's doing right now it's just the way it is i'm sorry yeah pick a side <laughs> those are your two sides <laughs> yeah either black lives matter or you want tony stark back you can't have it both ways yeah yeah this has been my shit <laughs> oh I've, uh we are getting softer in our our old age because i know it's just a bit but i really i don't feel comfortable saying that what the Really? <laughs> no, I'd, there's parts of me now that I'm just like, oh, we should know better. But also, you've got to, you've got to make the joke. We're adults now. We have shit to lose. <laughs> yeah, that's the, yeah. I suppose that's the best way to put it. Is that there are people who could um, in, in us. <laughs> A lot of people wouldn't be without <laughs> <laughs> If it wasn't for us, <laughs> is that what we're saying? Yeah, and we'll talk to them over the next twenty episodes as we um, 
I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do with next week. We never plan a goddamn thing. Um, um, not, and I'm not going to start, goddamn it. No. I mean, we could start, but... Oh, it's just... It, ma- I mean, we already struggled to do the creative shit that we want. To do. We're making a board game. There's just nothing creative there. about what we're just trying shot. to get the board game done. Um, and then we can start selling it just like getting people to play our game if anyone's actually out there listening right now and you're interested in um and wanting to play a board game that doesn't exist yet well, <laughs> let us know because <laughs> we'd be interested in workshopping it with you hey if you um be a friend of the cast yeah if, if you message us on a social media we will explain to you how to join us in a live game of it via yeah. steam yeah. and discord we, should, we can make a people's club discord that is widely considered to be a social media these days yeah we could definitely do that and we could we should just live stream i'm gonna write this down we should just live stream us playing this board game sometime i'm gonna write this I'm down, write this down. Is it, what is twitch still a thing yes and we could twitch this board game we need we need cameras that's what we need. They're all sold out in the entire country. There's no webcams available anywhere really? anymore. Really? Yeah. Since like oh, lockdown okay. to now, there's just you can't buy webcams. They're I mean, all I'm sold not out. surprised, but I'm disappointed. Yeah. Um. What if we during lockdown needed to become like started to sell our bodies on like campsites or something? We'd have no way to do that. Yeah, I mean, how else is anyone getting by at this point? That's that was the backup to our backup. Um, was wearing luchador masks, recording a podcast, and being nude. <laughs> back of my back. <laughs> and getting, I don't know, do people pay real money to that? Or is it like some sort of people pay like currency that doesn't actually exist, but you get to redeem it for real money? Um, real money turns into fake currency, which is tipped to the women. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they the cash out rate is significantly less than the cash in rate. Right, so it's like the times it's like time zone but for sex. Yeah. Cool. You just get tickets. Oh, that's depressing. Yeah. Capitalism. Or something. I don't know. This has been Wide Shut. He's been host Logan. I've been your host, Jesse. Um Yeah. That's Have the fun, show. stay young and squirt. Yeah, yeah. Oh, off the back of the yep topics at hand. I guess that's what we're going out with. Squirt, yeah. <laughs>